Welcome to the Foyne Jones Show Survival Special. In this mini-series of my podcast, I'll be talking to the industry's most charismatic leaders about the impact coronavirus has had on their daily trading. We will discuss their battle plans to fight back and share advice and guidance on how we can stay positive and optimistic in the most trying of times. Okay, so here we go. It's the Survival Special Episode 1. I'm Peter Jones, and I'm joined in the Foyne Jones studio by Holly Louise Funnel. Good Hello. afternoon. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? You really all right? No, I've had a really, really terrible couple of days, but we're going to keep smiling. Uh, I don't think we're alone in having a couple of days. I've just walked into here reading an email to tell me that one of our invoices can't be paid, and uh, that's going to be the first of many because businesses are in probably the most difficult passage of play we've known as a generation. Um, I've got scars from the uh, the 2008-2009 recession, um, emotional, financial and probably physical if I think about <laughs> it, but um, this is a complete game changer in terms of what we're facing. Um, the supermarkets are bare, we're nearly on anarchy and I own a business, Holly Louise Funnel, which you're part of, that makes money through introducing people to each, introducing people to each other. How's your luck? Mm, quite a tricky situation that one, isn't it? It is. But first of all, let's let's kind of get get it in the personal fight. Your family's okay. You're fit. You're healthy. Baby Albus is all right. Baby Albus is fine. My family are now under a little bit more strain because my partner lost his job yesterday. The first of many casualties, I'm sure, of coronavirus. Um, but you know, we're trying to quickly fix that situation to make sure we're not at too much of a loss. At such an early stage. Tommy's a quality fella. I doubt he'll stay um, out of work for long. But, you know, I've been having conversations with so many business owners and um, hiring managers over the last few days. And, you know, the, the brutal reality, and we might as well share this with people, is that we've had every single one bar two of our 47 projects put on hold or stopped. Yeah. That has a catastrophic effect on a small to medium-sized business. In fact, on any business. So... We've had to sort of, you know, shake herself down and try and see how we can be positive. And that's what this podcast is all about. It's a survival special. We're going to talk to people, get them to tell us how the pandemic's affected them, what their battle plans are, how they're fighting back. I've just shared an amazing letter that our three biggest builders merchants sent to the government. You know, the boys at TP, Sangabang, um, they've sent a great letter. Um, and, you know, they're asking for the government to support us. We won't be the only industry doing that. We've seen the announcements made by the Chancellor. We all want to get our access to some funding. We want to get access to loans. But that process is yet to kind of be revealed. Yeah. So it's a, it's a tentative period of time. So I think what we do, Holly, is we'll work through, first of all, just talking about what we've done here at Foyne Jones, because it has been tough, hasn't it? It's been a really challenging couple of weeks. I remember this time last week, you know, everything was just sort of being announced, wasn't it? I went home on Thursday and I sat and I watched Boris's talk about how coronavirus was now stepping up, but it wasn't the time to take action. And, you know, it was scary. But at that point, it all seemed a long way away. And suddenly, seven days later... The world's gone mad. Uh, yeah, I, I think you um, you revert back into um, in, into a survival mode. You know, you're you're mm. looking. You, you, your first thought is for your family. It's for your financial future. It's for your health. It's for your well being. And I'm saying that from a position of you know being being healthy. I, I thought I was unwell a few weeks ago, yeah. and I missed the I missed the KBB show, and I was I was very open, shared it. You know, I was emotionally quite down. I was physically unwell, um, and it all came a little bit on top. Um, 
Fast forward to last Thursday, I'm, I'm feeling better, I'm optimistic, I've done a 15 odd mile training run for the Brighton Marathon and then the, the next day they, uh, they took me football away and they took the marathon away and even now that doesn't really seem that important because we've got school closures, we've got London effectively shutting down. Um, what that means to everyone, we, we we learn by the hour, we learn by the day. Literally so. by the hour. That's uh, what's so scary about it, I think. It's yeah. just the uncertainty of anything moving forward. It, it's, it's terrifying. You know, I mean, that's that's, that, that's, that's that's the openness about it. I've been quite candid in conversations I've had and, and I want to be positive. Um, and we are doing things and we'll come on to some of the things we're doing as a recruitment company, as a business and as human beings. So for me, the, the first thing was to to lay out kind of, you know, what, what we will do next. So number one for us was um, our, our main priority will always be the health and well-being of our team and our employees. Working from home is a given to us. We do it anyway. We work remotely. We work freely. Um, but the health and well-being of the team was our number one priority. Immediately, you know, we, we, we presented as much time as people needed to support their family, their friends, their neighbours, those most closest to them as they deal with the crisis and that that's carrying on you know yeah. that that this has morning, to carry on I, I went and did my food shop for my 97 year old granddad and 97, you, 97 year old granddad <laughs> what's his view on, on what's happening I mean he just doesn't understand bless him trying to get him to understand he needs to stay in and not leave the house and mm. and I mean he's deaf and blind and all sorts anyway it's a miracle he's still mm. going but he doesn't understand he he's I think, you know, watching the news, but until you're stood in a supermarket seeing the shelves empty, yeah. you don't really believe it. And the queues, you the know, queues. I mean, I mean, the, the queues are outrageous because I, I was out walking to Newt with my wife yesterday evening and the supermarkets were open. There, You know, some of the aisles were empty, others were not empty, but there was no queues. So, you know, they're getting deliveries, they're yeah. getting stock. It, it kind of... The chap it in is, Sainsbury said this morning that there's a delivery at 12 and 3 o'clock today. Yeah, everyone's yeah. in there queuing at 7. So, so we spoke about the first couple of things, the, the opportunity to work home remotely, be flexible. Of course, you know, we're going to be able to do that. But we're also going to have to, we have to make some tough decisions. You know, we've got to look at, you know, people taking time off, you know, going away from the business for different reasons. We won't be able to, to survive unless, you know, we, we carry on and be positive. But survival means you have to make changes and you have to do things differently. Um we're not busy at recruitment, so I'm, a, I'm encouraging people to use this time to make personal phone calls, check in with their family, their loved ones, and try and manage some of their financial commitments and private concerns. I mean, you're trying to buy a house, or you was buying a house. Oh, uh, yeah. I'd bought a house. It was just going through the conveyancing um, stuff. Lord knows what will happen with that. Mm. I'm, I genuinely haven't got a clue. Mm. I've got a buyer desperate for my house, and, and you know, it's a long old chain, so... It only takes one person to fall ill or, or financial crisis to hit, a little bit like in our house. You know, a couple of redundancies in one house and it's all off, isn't it? Mm. Who knows? But we'll see. And then I got the announcement yesterday that Albie's nursery will also be closed. So we are contending with a lot at the moment. It's really tough. It's really tough. And, and, and you know, we're ending this bit by saying we are going to remain positive. We accept it's going to be tough. As a business, we've got to do whatever we can to keep going and make sure we all come out the other side. That's everyone out there now, everyone in our team. We want to be optimistic, we want to be smiling, we want to be together, but it's going to be difficult.
Okay, so Peter, we've mentioned already that obviously it's been a, a, a troubling time for us. You know, we've we've faced uncertainty that we perhaps haven't did I faced... Did put my paper over your notes? Then? You did just then, yeah. yeah. Okay. We, we've faced uncertainty right now that we perhaps haven't faced for, for many years, if ever. Um, so one of the things that I think would be useful for, for your followers and your listeners to hear you talk about is how this pandemic has affected your trading business. You know, what, what are the future consequences of, of what's happening right now, do you think? I think in the in the short term, uh, we we aren't trading. Yeah. You know, we 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 have the majority, if not all, as I said, of our positions on hold. We're talking to employers, we're talking to inquiry managers, we're talking to our clients, our friends, and we're we're encouraging them to 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 think medium to long term yeah. about you know there are good people that want to join your business. They're going to need to join a business that's there. People are going to have to keep trading. But frustratingly for us, you know, people are, are quite rightly pressing pause on the processes. So we've worked really hard to develop those relationships. We want those relationships to remain. And, you know, we need to be in a strong position when eventually there's an end. Yeah. You know, no one knows when that end will be, but there will need to be an end. But we've had to, and this is the reality, we've had to cancel interviews. We've had to deliver lots of bad news. We are trying amongst everything else to be positive and over-communicate. And I've had some really heartwarming discussions with owners of big businesses, small businesses, you know, different shapes and sizes, and no one really knows whether to stick or twist. Um, we are blessed in a way that we have been championing video technology. Our software um, has, is used for pre-qualifying introduction. It will save employers time, time and money. Um, you can still meet candidates without leaving your front room, your bedroom, your isolation. Um, from working from home, you can do four or five interviews at the push of a button. We're rolling out access to the video conferencing. We're, mm. we're bringing that technology to the forefront. Um, and that is helping. It, it, you know, it is letting people keep communicating. We're seeing face-to-face interviews switch to video. Yeah. The challenge will be whether you go through one stage of face-to-face, two stage, one stage of video, two stage of video, whether we get to an appointment. Yeah. You know, there, there are businesses that are being optimistic and positive and saying we will make the appointment. Then you'll probably be looking at delayed start dates. You're going to be looking at, for us then, delayed payment. It's, a, it's, it's trying, I think, to position your service in whatever way you can to help people. Yeah. You know, and that's that's hard. You know, I it think is really as well, hard. Like you say, it's it's kind of inevitable at this stage that lots of businesses, particularly the smaller ones, are, are gonna be pressing pause on recruitment. That's what they have to do. What we're saying is, yes, we appreciate that, that process is gonna slow down, but why not have your talent pool and pipeline growing and building in the background while all of this is going on so that as and when business trades as normal, you're in a really strong position. You've already met the people that you know are going to be joining your business in three, six months time. And it's a case of them managing it. And I think as a, as a business where we are so good at our communication, we can help manage those expectations of everybody involved um, and you know utilise the fact that people have perhaps got a little bit more time on their hands. They're not able to trade as they they could previously you know parts of your normal trading day are are just simply not going to happen and we do have this unique opportunity where people have got time so if you have a position which you're looking to fill or you know that that position is going to be there in the future 
the the wheels of recruitment can keep turning. Mm. You know, we can keep recruiting because you can be doing your shortlisting. You can be meeting the best people that are on the market. And there's some really talented people coming onto the market now through redundancy, through, you know, closure of their businesses or just just through, you know, positions they thought they were moving into, not not opening up or being slowed down. So there is this kind of unique point where you've got businesses that know they're going to be hiring again in the future, whenever yeah. that will be. Talented people looking for work or wanting, wanting a new, new different career, that's not going to change. We're going to become more desperate. We're going to become under pressure. But we can keep the recruitment wheels turning. And that's the message that, that yeah. we're sending out there. You know, talk to us. We will give you free access to our video interview platform. Move your scheduled meetings virtually, yeah. online, rather than cancel them. You've already made that commitment of time. Let's keep it going. If you're working from home, it's a great way of communicating, being positive, and giving yourself something something kind of good to do because you're reaching out to the best in the industry. And also, by, by continuing to do that and continuing to have those conversations, you're allowing yourself to maintain your market position so that as and when you are ready to pick up business as usual, you know, it's you're in such a strong position we're also saying to businesses that you know if if there is time problems or, or they can't you know can't commit to it themselves we can continue to do the interviews on their behalf we can ask the questions that you want to ask to the people you want to talk to and we can you know display a positive message about your business your brand and how how the market will be in the future we don't know what what that will look like but what we can say to people is there is a way to keep hiring and keep recruiting other sectors are doing it. You know, they are making appointments virtually. We perhaps need to educate the KBB, the KBB sector we recruit for and the merchanting sector we recruit for that we don't have to stop completely. Yeah. We can be thinking about the medium to long term and your talent pipeline in 12 months, six, six nine, 12 months when everyone's going to be rushing back to get back on the wagon. Yeah. So the Foy and Jones Show Survival Series is about survival. It's about sharing advice, positivity within our sector. There are going to be some of our listeners, and we know that's the case because I've had people reaching out to me already, that are moving from a face-to-face interview to a video platform. It might be our platform, it might be others. Mm-hmm. Businesses are encouraging that through, through, through the tech, access to technology we have. It can be quite daunting. It amazes me how many job seekers I speak to when we when we talk to them about video. You know, they have that initial horror. I don't want to go on video. Yeah. What do I do? What do I say? How does it work? Um, it makes me feel uncomfortable. And then you say to them, "Okay, have you ever spoke to anyone on Skype? Have you ever gone on WhatsApp video, WhatsApp Messenger? You know, the kids do it. You know, the, the younger generation. It's natural to them. So it's about just embracing it. But from a recruiter's perspective." Um, Talking to our listeners, talking to our job-seeking audience, people that are being asked to go on to a video interview or attend a video interview for the first time, what advice would Holly Louise Funnel give to someone feeling a little bit nervous and apprehensive? I mean, my first piece of advice to anyone ever going on camera for the first time is to smile, breathe, remember it'll all be okay. Um, Try and ignore yourself if you can, because... It's so hard if you're staring at yourself and you're looking at your reflection to, to keep a conversation going. So try not to be looking at yourself. Look at the camera. Um, and, you know, 
make sure that you're set up properly. Check your connection in advance. Check the location that you're filming in. Try and lock the cat out of your room if you can. There's nothing worse than being mid-interview and having something distract you that you then can't can't come back from. That happens all too often, whether it's a phone ringing in the background or, or an animal or a child appearing. It's really tricky. So making sure that you're in the right surroundings, um, making sure that you're focused and your distractions are limited. But the main one definitely is to, to smile and, and be as engaging as you can. You know, video naturally doesn't lend itself in the same way as a face-to-face -face interview for getting personality and, and, uh, and things across. So you have to work a little bit harder there, perhaps. Um, but people want to get to know you. That's, that's what an interview is about. So making sure that you still are personable and you aren't afraid to laugh when something happens that's funny. Your cat does fall off the counter in the background, whatever. You know, trying to keep it human. Is the appearance important? Well, I think, I mean, <laughs> we laughed a few weeks ago, didn't we? I, I conducted a video interview on behalf of one of our clients with one of my interviewees eating a bowl of, of chocolate cereal. <laughs> and it's really challenging because he then had milk down his top and I didn't know whether to mention it or carry on. And so, yeah, I think keeping it as professional as you can, dressing appropriately, making sure that you're presented the way you would be if it were a face-to-face -face mm. interview is really important. Taking it as a slack informal conversation simply isn't good enough you know if this is going to be you, your interview, you've got you know my message would be you've got one chance to, exactly. to make a good first impression so you know people are dressing casually it doesn't always have to be a bespoke suit and shirt yeah. and tie you know you've got to be fit for purpose in terms of who you're meeting um you know video interviews for, for our platform and other platforms they can take place on your mobile phone on your tablet on your laptop you can in do them car. in your car in a coffee shop in isolation in any room you choose as long as you've got a decent 3g 4g or wi-fi connection they can work um ours are uh, ours are ours are more often than not well, well we, we always try to where we can we record them live so you know you have that ability there to relax the the interviewee to get to know them before you press record you know you warm up a little bit but you're talking on average the overall time you're spending with each other is about half an hour to 40 minutes to end up with 10 to 15 minutes of good video content which we present to the employers the employer then that you know you click a link and it's so powerful your shortlist opens up and alongside your cv you know, there's a two-way talking video of you telling, you know, telling your story, selling, telling, telling the potential potential employer why you want to work for that business, what makes you stand out. It's so powerful. Mm. You know, every single business that's moved on to video with us in the last couple of years will never go back. No. You know, if you make it, you know, to a face-to-face -face interview after a video interview, you're 84 and a half percent more likely to get offered a job. It's been a game changer yeah. for us, and. This podcast and our marketing is not, we're not trying to sell video, we're not trying to sell our services. What we're saying is we're here, we understand our market, so we understand merchanting, construction suppliers and, and KBB, and we can make it work for you in the most difficult conditions. That's kind of where I'm saying. From the job seeker's perspective, Ladies, gents, you've got to believe, you've got to be positive. There are so many positions still online, but the reality is they are going to slow down. But use this time to, to work out a game plan. Who would you want to work for? What could you offer them? What businesses appeal to you? You know, write a job, write your dream job and try and find it because you've got time to put yourself first. And by 
applying some positive energy into what you're doing, it will make you it make the world a better place for a little while. Yeah. You know, we're gonna have highs and lows. I've been through it myself. You know, I, I was quite optimistic. You know, yesterday afternoon, I, I saw great guests, and we come and talk about some great guests coming on this podcast. But about five and twenty to seven, I was I was in my car outside my house. I didn't want to get out. I was just sitting there with my head down. I'm like. How can I go in and be positive to my family when I believe my world's ending? And, you know, you take a deep breath, you get over it, and you come out the other side. And, and I think we've just got to let the emotions run and try and be as positive as we can. So that's what we're saying. We're staying safe, stay safe, be healthy, be positive. We will get through this together. Okay, so Holly, just to just to bring this to conclusion, we've spoke about the, the the guests that are coming on. They're going to be sharing their advice, and you know they're going to be give us give us their thoughts on what people can be doing. What are the kind of you know the three things we we can share with people from a Foyne Joe's perspective and a personal perspective? So I think the first thing to remember, because I think it is really hard to remember in in troubled times is that this is a short term situation we're all going to come through it you know personally commercially whatever we're all in the same boat and we're all looking at the end point and there will be an end and we will come back stronger on the back of it I think the other thing that we can take from it is that there's an opportunity to embrace here you know everybody's going to have a little bit more time on their hands if we do go into full lockdown people are going to be at home actually bored looking for stuff to do what a great time to to have a look at your cv and get it looking as snazzy as you possibly can updating your sales figures reminding people why you're the best or from an employer's perspective you know take the opportunity to review some of the videos that we've had from from candidates that are interested in working for you and and build a plan for your recruitment for the rest of the year think of i guess from a business perspective think about how people are seeing you how, how are you making people feel at the moment yeah. you know it's doom and gloom but can you and your business do something differently can whether you it's your personality your brand your company that can make people feel better because yeah. it's not what you say people don't remember what you say they remember how you make how you make them feel yeah. and if we can try and do something now that whether it's podcast our, our, our marketing our, our presence on social media whatever it is we want to try and make people feel optimistic yeah and positive that there will be an end. The the final point I would I would say, um, and it's something that that's helped me, um, is that and and it goes back to some of my fundraising for mental health and mental wellness is that it's good to talk. Mm. You know, lots of us are in the same. Everyone is in the same situation. You know, it's terrifying. It's worrying. Businesses are suffering. Um, I've been talking to to some of my clients, some of my friends, some of, some other business owners, and just listening to each other, sharing sharing the shit. Sharing the positive, sharing the good news, um, but it actually is good to talk, and you can come away quite positively. Mm. Um, I spoke to Paul Crow from Ripples. I, I know Paul; he's been on the show. You know, we talk every, we talk there, and we recruit for him as a business. Um, and he was saying, you know, what, use this as an opportunity to 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 tell tell the market, tell the world how strong your video platform is and how well you understand that industry. That's not that's not 
overselling anything. It, it's fact. It's what we do. Why not use this opportunity? Yeah. We've kind of got a captive audience. Um, so I would encourage people to talk. I will talk to anyone and I will give them my honest, humble advice on, on what you can do in any situation. I'm not a guru. You know, I've got no access to government funding. I've got no access to, 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 to short-term or medium-term loans, but I can give advice and share what we're doing. Um, and we're having to do difficult things as well as, as, well as positive things. And uh, we'll do whatever we can to come out the other side together. So that's the end of the first Foyne Jones Show Survival Special. In the next podcast, I've got some pretty sensational guests joining me from our sectors. I've got Danny Hanlon from Trend. He's been a guest before. He's coming on to tell me what they're doing to support their business, their franchisees, and how they're adjusting what they're doing in the current climate. Um, I've got Dan Kumo coming on to talk about how this affects marketing, You know what, what it's doing to online marketing, what it's doing to offline marketing. He's got a story to tell because he should be starting a new job on Monday. So it would be interesting to see how that's going for him. I don't think he'll mind me sharing that. Um, Monday next week, we've got Stephen Johnson from Quicker. Uh, he's looking to put together an advisory panel, a group of people to, to share advice and best practice and what we can be doing in industry. And then I've got Richard Hibbert from KSL and the KBSA. He's coming on to, one, talk about how it's affected his business and two, talking about what they're doing for their members and people that they're involved with. So... We've got, we've got, I think we've got 15 or 16 confirmed episodes to record, so there's a bit to do. They are punchy, they are short, um, but we are going to try and be a voice of positivity in troubling times. And you never know, I've got something quite special I'm going to be doing with Tony Robson from Day True. Um, if we pull that off, it's going, to be, it's going to be top of the pops, but more of that will follow in future episodes. Holly, thanks for joining me on the podcast. We're going to walk all the way back to the office next door. We are Foy Jones. We'll get through this together. So that's the end of the show. We're Foyne Jones. Stay safe, keep healthy, be positive, because together we will get through this.